हाई एंड वेलकम टू अनबॉक्स दिस इज ज्ञान आई एम इंटरव्यूंग रातिक टूडे बाद में करता मेरे रिकॉर्डिंग तो सो इंटर भी नहीं करूँगा मेरे Hello 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 welcome to episode 4 of the unbox podcast and also welcome to summer it's officially may and uh, the temperatures are rising every day here in delhi uh, so yeah we are we're officially in summer and summer brings an interesting challenge for podcasters uh, especially with the setup i have which is not really a setup but uh, you can't have fans running when you record episodes with guests because the mic catches the fan noise and i don't want to give you that to listen to and as a result the episode for this month was recorded without the fan uh, with both me and the guest being all sweaty uh, i guess it was more intimate in a way <laughs> uh but moving quickly on from that pathetic joke this month we have uh, gyan lakwani on the show uh, gyan's a very dear friend and he is also a self taught designer uh specifically working he is worked in ui and ux design uh for people who don't know ui is user interface design and ux is user experience design so de- designing what something looks visually and then designing the experience of that thing basically uh you'll probably know understand more when we go deep into it later in the episode but that was like a quick intro uh so apart from ui ux stuff he's also worked on uh, like conventional graphic design stuff so logos branding uh that sort of thing um he is currently studying interaction design um, at id bombay uh so we talk about that in this episode and how it feels uh for him to actually formally study design after being self taught uh so that's something we'll go into uh another thing we'll talk about with gyan is his wealth of freelancing experience because he's done a lot of freelancing uh and earned a fair amount of money so we'll be going into like his tips and tricks for you if you're somebody who wants to get into freelancing in in, in any in any sort of sphere or career it need not needn't be just design freelancing a uh, interesting thing about this month's episode is that it's going to be in two parts uh so that's because i thought that the episode was a bit too long and episodes in general have been getting longer and i don't really like long podcasts uh, so i decided to split this month's episode into two parts although don't worry they're both going to be out together so you can listen to the first part which is this and then just go and start the second one immediately if you want or if you want to listen to it later you can do that too uh in terms of what the two parts will contain so the way i'm trying to break this is the first part will be just gyan's journey and uh, from like 11th to 12th grade to learning design and picking up a few internships and uh his freelancing work and then the second part will be more specific to so his master's degree and finally yeah recommendations second part has recommendations which is the recurring segment on the show so yeah don't miss that 
and once again they'll both be out so you can go and listen to the second one right after this and i think that covers everything that i had to say in the intro so yes let's get into part 1 intro bhi nahi karunga mere ko but all right let's let's start the show hi gyan thanks for coming on hi ratan <laughs> welcome to unbox um, so how you been like you're in delhi for a couple of days um, how how's life how's delhi how's the heat treating you the heat is terrible but it was quite bad in bombay also so yeah you were mentioning i think before we started recording that the last two days when you were in bombay it was heat was pretty bad so it was i think a good way to transition into delhi yeah from one smelly under arm pit <laughs> of a city to another <laughs> lovely <laughs> okay um just maybe let's start with like a quick intro of like who you are uh what are you doing what are your interests you have like 12 seconds go hey everyone my name is gyan i am an interaction designer i largely work on designing apps and websites and i'm currently doing my masters in interaction design at idc school of design at iit bombay so how would you this is something out of curiosity um how would you define what interaction design is um because i've definitely heard of what ui ux design is uh but interaction design is something that i've only recently started hearing so interaction design is anytime um anytime a person interacts with technology how do you make that interaction as smooth as possible and uh, so <laughs> you are not the only one i mean each time i say i'm doing a masters in interaction design to anyone i kind of have to explain what it is so my my favorite way to put it is so you know how your bank website an app is kind of terrible but paytm is pretty good yeah or how when you try and book a train through the irctc website it's kind of terrible but if you try and do it through say make my trip it's a lot nicer that's that's, that's basically that's interaction, interaction design. design so would you say like it's a combination of both ui and ux yeah definitely it involves interface design experience design uh, there's a lot of research component to it um There's also hardware. You can also have interaction design for hardware devices. Um, oh, okay. So it's not just um, digital screens. Oh, nice. So it's like a pretty broad term then. Yeah, I mean, these days you'd even consider AR and VR and designing for uh, natural language interfaces part of interaction design. Got it. Got it. Yeah, makes sense. Great. So this is like I haven't really heard a lot of people doing masters in design. um especially in india like i hear a lot of people doing as in they go to like colleges like shristi or nid and they study like bachelors there uh masters is like something i've only heard from you so maybe we can like dive deeper into what led you there in a while so maybe we start as we can just start with this section i like to call the origin story section of the podcast um so how did you even like end up in design um is this like a thing you picked up in school or later on maybe you can like just start talking about 11th and 12th grade maybe so what was what was that like for you 11th and 12th was a pretty confusing time um because i took commerce in 11th and uh, what i really wanted to do was computer science and i think you talked about this in another podcast also there's no way you can take computer science in india unless you take essentially pcm uh, yeah. physics chemistry math and i was okay at math and terrible at physics and chemistry so i mean i did okay till 10th but when i 
just 11th and 12th was hard so i took um, pcm for a while didn't work for me so i shifted to commerce and then a year into it i realized that i was really hated that also and so there is this um, there is this idea that commerce is easier than science and i feel like it's that's really not the case it's more of what you have an aptitude for and i felt i had an aptitude for if if i had to take my pick i would have taken english psychology computer science i don't know maybe history and but that was just not a choice i could make dude definitely agree with this like i think about this a lot especially nowadays cuz my brother is taking his subjects the system so rigid here uh, and you don't really have a choice to explore your options you just kind of have to take one thing and see if it works that sort of thing so your experience is like completely valid i think and it's it's hard and what you said about commerce i do believe that i had a good time with science because i wanted to take science but i don't think i would have coped with something like commerce or humanities but then also i'd never tried them so maybe i would have been fine with them but here's the thing because i realized that i didn't like commerce either um towards the end of 11th i had this conversation with my mom where i told her that i just felt like i was going wrong and this is just not something that was for me and then she said she took me more seriously than i expected her to honestly but we went and talked to the school about whether it was possible for me to repeat a year and do 11th in science this time but a couple of the teachers who knew me told my mom that listen if you drop a year that that's usually not a great experience for anyone because you see all your friends go go ahead so what you can do is just try and skip 11th and go to 12th in science and uh, oh wow i mean that's also quite nice of your school i don't think a lot of schools will allow that so this is what the teachers felt and then um, but then the administration said that if you don't pass 11th in science you can't go to 12th in science and if you don't pass 11th in commerce you can't go to 12th in commerce either wow okay so they told me to give the regular finals in with my commerce subjects and then when they held re exams for students who could not clear the main exams then i gave the exams in science and guys yeah i took crash courses essentially in class 11th science subjects uh, so physics chemistry and computer science and just just managed to sc- scrape through and that's a mess though like i mean i'm sure it must have been not easy like so this. advice for anyone listening to this <laughs> do not do this i was lost all through 12th because i studied my uh, science subjects only to pass the exam and not to understand the subject so i it was a bad way to do uh, class 12th and with my boards i really struggled i think i didn't i didn't do great in my board and that was largely because i didn't have that 11th base i just jumped straight to 12th yeah it can be a lot of stuff thrown at you if you directly pick it up in 12th so what's interesting is so you want where did like the interest in tech and design uh, come from were you like i know it's like a is this probably a different debate that do you need to be creative to be working in design um, but were you like a creative person already all through your life when you were like growing up or how did you like discover that you were interested in uh, doing this so a large reason of why it took me so long to realize that i didn't like what i was enjoying in 11th because i wasn't doing so much of studying 
I was really into extracurriculars. Um, my school's computer club, uh, Exin at DPS Harkipuram, is a great computer club. Shout out to Exin. And um, uh, so I went for a lot of competitions, inter-school competitions. Uh, back in, I think, 10th, 11th, I was largely making videos. So I learned After Effects, uh, merely because that's what there was a need for at the time. We already had enough graphic designers. We already had enough coders. But not enough people doing video, and that was... And sort of a need the club had at the time so I started with video and I did motion graphics I tried shooting my own short films I made a couple of ads and I won a lot of competitions uh, back then so which gave me a lot of confidence because I felt this was something I was good at uh, something and there was a lot of positive feedback from winning competitions yeah man I can't even begin to talk about the existence of like these computer clubs in school at least the schools here in like Delhi and Noida, uh, they do a lot of them have these clubs, and I think they're a good place for you to meet like-minded people and just learn from them and work on things that you want to work on. So I definitely had that also with me. So what happened after the school was about to end, and after you had like a turbulent time with science and commerce, um, board results? Uh, what was happening around that time with you? So when it came to uh, when I uh, when I got my board result, it wasn't great. Um, I did not get through JE mains, and uh, what everyone assumed was that I'd do engineering because I was good with computers. But um, so the thing is, I was good with making things with computers. So I was always interested in the more creative aspect of things. I wasn't I wasn't ever really coding or doing uh, more of the engineering side of things. So what did you end up then choosing finally? Because what I've noticed, a lot of the times people want to pursue different things, but there are no routes to like do that. So they end up doing engineering only if they want to work in tech. So I decided to do engineering because that's the only thing I could figure out at the time. Um, and I got in for uh, IT engineering at uh, Maharaja Agrasen Institute of Technology, which is a college in IP University. And um, I for the first year of college, I just had this whole thing about uh, not doing well in the boards and how I should just buckle down and study hard and get a good job. And at the time, my parents had just, just gotten a divorce and there was a lot of family pressure for me to do well and financially support the family also. And um, I was still fairly interested in these all these other things I was doing, um, uh, all these more creative things and um, I kind of slowly I was just doing them as favors for people yeah that's that's how usually how most people start I guess we're just doing favors and uh, just looking for projects and doing them uh, because honestly it's, it's because you like doing that stuff and that's where you sort of seek it um, and yeah that completely makes sense uh, so what I want to talk about is so you were in first year of college and uh, you said that you wanted to focus on your studies because uh, like you mentioned that you wanted to do, you want to be a good engineering student, uh, but you were also still super interested in all these creative things. How did you make that into like a freelancing career or like how did you manage to freelance alongside college? Um, how do you start? I think that's what I want to ask you. Uh, back in school, I worked on a lot of uh, print magazines um, that because different departments in my school published magazines every year. I'd done a lot of that, so I'd learned how to do layouts. Um, I used Microsoft Publisher back then because that was the <laughs> yeah. that was the one tool I knew. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, but slowly i kind of started doing uh, graphics and um, one time uh, my my mom's friend had a restaurant and he was trying to design a logo for it and so he showed me some options he was working on and i told him i could maybe help him out and show him some other ideas and he really liked one of the ideas i came up with and so i told him he could just take it because i didn't i didn't really know this was a marketable skill yeah and so i um, he said i could have a free meal at his restaurant oh in, that's cool and so and so i was very proud of it i posted about it on instagram yeah and uh, a senior of mine from school who who's now working at spotify as a designer he uh, achal he told me that uh, i'd gotten cheated out of i mean i he told me that i got underpaid for the work and you did not get paid <laughs> so i didn't get paid it was a, i mean yeah. no such thing as a free meal it was a free meal but uh, yeah <laughs> uh, but um, so that was the first time i ever thought that i could actually charge for the work i was doing and um, wow that's that's pretty cool that your senior reached out and like told you that because i don't think you would have you probably would have realized at some point but uh, him telling you this might have like accelerated the process in a way and so after this point uh, you started doing more projects i'm assuming and uh, started get like asking to get paid it was uh, it was a little slow i mean i uh, once i realized that this was a thing i could be doing i uh, uh, i was on a, on this facebook group called hh design um, it's it's still around and it's a great resource for young designers wanting to learn more but back then it was a much smaller community and people would sometime post about projects they were working on so i just message people on facebook and ask them if they needed some help with their logos uh, and then i'd quote them something like give me 25 dollars i'll show you three options for logos yeah oh, okay and so i i mean i started small and because i was cheap working cheap enough enough people responded to me and i set up a paypal account started randomly doing logo design without knowing anything about it for strangers on the internet <laughs> and uh, and it was surprising how well, well it worked i mean i had a roughly 50% response rate for my cold facebook wow. messages and that's that's yeah. that's really good dude so what's the story behind your transition from doing graphics work which is like logos and branding or to more like ui and ux where which is like designed for the web and like apps uh, i know you still do a lot of graphics work uh, and it's like a combination of the two at this point but how did you even like discover that ui ux was a thing considering you weren't going to like a design school um like how was that how did that happen so right out of school when i joined college uh, my college started about a month later than most of my friends so i was looking for an internship because i figured i didn't want to sit at home in the summer wait for college to open so uh, um i did a one month internship at this um again this was i saw this posted on a facebook group uh, but there was a internship opportunity at a um, at an advertising studio in based out of shahpurjat um, in delhi okay and so i thought it was interesting because i was mostly doing graphics at the time and i went and interviewed and they liked me and uh, however the founder who himself was i think a 23 24 year old um, guy from bombay who been running this ad agency and then shifted to delhi because that's where most of his clients were so he said uh, that he was also working on a startup called surge uh, with uh, two of his friends and both of them were it engineering uh, grads 
and uh, he asked me if i wanted to split my time between the startup and the ad agency because um, they were running out of the same office but they were essentially two different outfits and so uh, i thought that sounded interesting and um, i decided to help them out with the startup as well okay and then that uh, i ended up spending my entire month kind of helping the startup search uh, with their um, web product so my job there was to do some user research which is the first time i had ever heard of uh, the concept of user research and then i had to design um, their web ui for um, for their uh, engineers to build and so this was the first time i had really done worked on a ui project and i realized that i uh, really enjoyed this and this was something that was more fun to me than the kind of graphics work i was doing even though i don't think i made a very strong distinction at the time because um, i was using illustrator for essentially everything i was doing including okay. the web work right so did you have any like people who guided you here or were again you were like learning things on your own that sort of thing so my boss ravi at surge um, he um, even though he is an engineer uh, um, he he studied at iit kharagpur but he read a lot of books about design and he guided me through how i should be thinking about it and i think um, having him around having him talk to me about um, what he was thinking and i think then he moved on to product management himself so even though he was not a designer himself he pointed me in the right direction and uh, so going into college i already kind of had this idea that this was something i was finding interesting and fun that's so cool man um it- like kudos to you for taking the internship opportunity up here it ended up teaching you a lot of things and it it opened your eyes to the ui ux uh path which eventually led you to where you are today um so before we sort of move on i wanted to touch upon one thing that you mentioned before which was these online communities uh like hs design and how that sort of helped you uh progress in your freelance work um because that sort of information might be valuable for somebody listening to this so do you want to talk about that quickly uh because i didn't study design i essentially taught myself things on the internet uh, i read a lot of articles online so online communities were a way to discuss work get feedback on what you are doing look at what other people are doing try and help them out and hh design was a um, at least back then was a very active community when a fairly small community so you kind of had the same people posting over and over and it was an open community anyone can send a join request so people right. can still do that right now yeah i'm definitely going to put the link to hh design below um gyan is actually a moderator there now uh so if anybody wants to join i think it's a pretty cool place i'm i'm part of the community too and uh, it's, it's a pretty active community lots of interesting stuff happening there so if you're a new designer then yeah check it out so next i kind of want to talk to you about your just freelance uh, work um how did you get into it i mean how did you even manage it with college uh, do you have any tips for people who want to start freelancing uh, maybe like shed some light on how you went about it and i think that should be good information for people listening to this I went about it in a pretty haphazard way because uh, I didn't really know what I was doing but um, there's always internet articles that you can refer to there's always resources on the internet and I strongly believe that you can teach yourself anything on the internet but uh, in general I'd advise that advise people to create a portfolio of work so anything that you've done whether it's personal projects whether it's client work 
always show it online somewhere um, say on behance or dribble or if you can put together a website then that automatically makes you look more professional and what i've done personally is um, write medium articles about most of my projects and then just sort of link link to them on my personal website and uh, once you've done that then you can start reaching out to people uh, and asking them if they need your services and you can one easy way to do that is uh, through facebook um i did that back in my day on a lot of hackathon groups where uh, young people who were starting to work on startups or had ideas where they wanted help uh, on the design side of things um these days i think it's a better idea to target startup groups um, there are a lot of facebook groups where startup founders kind of discuss their ideas and um sometimes they clearly post a need for a designer like they might post that they need uh, help with ui ux for their app or they need a logo design sometimes you can just see that it doesn't look great and maybe you could do a better job and you can pitch your services to them and um some general advice uh, which i learned the hard way yeah, okay. is uh, how to handle payments yeah and, i'm going to talk about that yeah go on and so for always make a contract and uh, as a uh, as a freelance designer early on i just trusted my clients to pay me and uh, some people are good they'll do that but do you have like bad client stories also oh, i have so many bad client <laughs> stories okay let's not go into those right now but yeah but, so payments yes Uh, but as a general rule uh, create a contract and a contract doesn't have to be very complicated uh, what you essentially need to mention is uh, the work that you'll do in terms of deliverables so if you're going to design a logo uh, and uh, and do the branding then deliverables may be a logo and uh, three logo options one finalized logo then a branding pdf document um, and some business cards and letterheads for them so you list all of these things down and uh, for larger projects it makes sense to create milestones and uh, so your contract should clearly mention the deliverables you'll have what format they'll be in uh, and all of the milestones and the payment you expect at each milestone so for me usually uh, the first milestone is an advance payment so i take 10 to 20% um, sometimes higher of the entire estimate for the project as an advance and i only start working once i have the advance in um, in my bank account because i've just had a lot of projects where i've put in effort and then the client has backed out so my advice is just don't start working till the client puts their money where their mouth is yeah that makes sense because you don't want your clients to ghost you essentially um how did you balance this while being in college like freelancing and also like coursework uh so i um i realized i think around my third year of college that um, engineering is not what was for me and uh, freelancing work was going well i was i was already making roughly what i was expecting to make uh, as an entry level engineer from my college so my my mother was fairly okay with me doing what i wanted to do and she saw me working hard and um i mean i i didn't I did I kind of deprioritized college at the time but I was still studying I gave all my exams I I was skipping a few classes but I was still managing to do last minute studying and clear uh, clear my exams and uh, uh, to my credit I didn't have a single back in 4 years of Wow that is that is because a lot of people 
not doing freelance work also have backs so <laughs> it's it's pretty good that you were able to manage that uh, wouldn't have been easy a uh, lot of hard work uh, but that, that's good that your mom was supporting you and i feel like our parents if they see us working hard towards something um, and they see that we sort of know what we're trying to do that they end up supporting us and it's i mean i guess a part like we're also lucky that our parents do support us in a way uh, what are your thoughts around just getting your parents to understand what the if somebody wants to talk to them talk to them about the design field you have any thoughts around that so i i had my fair share of issues with my mother because um i kind of wasn't sure if i wanted to do engineering um and um i kind of wanted to take a gap year and explore my options and especially since i did that one month internship right before college yeah if i had had the chance to do a little more of something like that uh, maybe do that for 3 4 months and really realize that this is what i wanted to be doing i could have maybe avoided those 4 years of engineering and done an undergrad in design so i do have uh, certain regrets and i but i understand why my mother did what she did back then she felt like if i sat at home for a year i'd just waste time and um who knows that maybe i would have wasted a lot of time but uh, yeah it would have also given me time to think so i feel like if you are confused then if you can afford to then you should just take a gap year and kind of think about things because uh, there are a lot of fields out there and engineering is not the only option even though that's how my mom felt that's how i felt because i didn't think design was a field people yeah. could work in yeah i i've also been thinking about this so I, have you heard about this uh, ashoka does this young india fellowship thing Yeah I mean uh, I actually got in for the computer science and entrepreneurship program at Ashoka and uh, I kind of wanted to go for that but that was the first year um, that was that would be their very okay. first batch and uh, they offered a BSc and not a BTech and the right. uh, consensus seemed to be that a 3 yeah. year program is not as valuable when you're looking for engineering jobs Yeah so this this fellowship uh, what basically is like this is something I've also been noticing Uh, a lot of my batchmates from college instead of working or uh, studying more they ended up going for this fellowship which is like a one year program and they basically expose you to a lot of things in the world like a lot of fields so for example for a month you study uh, i don't know you see what the finance field is like and for a month you look into what i don't know for example design is like so that you're exposed to a lot of things because there are a lot of things now that you can do and after that year when you spend there you can actually decide what your interests are so a lot of stuff is happening in the world where such opportunity opportunities are coming up uh which i i hope uh, we didn't have these when we were sort of getting into college but there is a lot of stuff out there which um is doing this right now um just wrapping up on college when did you know that you want to actually like get into design did you have like i don't know a moment uh when you thought that this is working and i should probably pursue it so around my third year as freelancing was going well and um i i think at that point i had already proven to my mother that uh, this could work as a career so uh there's no longer this pressure to take college very seriously study hard get a job because uh, and i also got an internship at zomato um i think again in my third year in the winter so i i had kind of proved that uh, design was a um, 
feasible career and I kind of considered dropping out at the time because uh, when I was working at Zomato they offered me a job and told me not to return to college and just start working and I kind of did consider it but um, I also felt that if I wanted to uh, study further then it just made sense to finish off the remaining one one and a half year of college so I think by my third year I already knew I was not going to do much with my degree but I also just didn't want to drop out because I felt I was able to do both things so yeah. I just wanted to finish it off yeah that makes sense I mean you've also invested so much time into something so you might as well wrap it up yeah.